Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Kia ora and welcome to the run home on SENZ this Friday the 20th of January. Thanks to McDelivery and Rotoflex by Blundstone. Stability meets the freedom to move. Kim Downs with you this Friday afternoon and a beautiful summer's day in Auckland alongside the one, the only Mitchell McLennigan. I'm so sorry, Mitch. Goodness, what a way to get back into the year butchering your name. That's professional, isn't it? (laughs) Not a problem, not a problem. I'll tell you, I saw a couple of those Rotoflex shoes uh, across at the pub. Just at the Paddington, boys had to take them off of the doors. Oh, I missed my hard, invite hard, to the old yeah, pedo. A hard day at work, uh, yeah. So the foreman, uh, their boss was taking them out for a beer. Yeah, well, there's actually quite an early beer. Is that quite a hint to our boss? Are you coming in hot this Friday, <laughs> dropping hints to the boss straight off the bat? Because I respect it, if that is the case. Uh, yeah, look, hey, I, I did check the beer fridge, beer fridge uh, before I got here, getting your disease. Uh, there's nothing <laughs> in there, Kim, so, so we've got a dry afternoon. There'll be no after-work drinks, which my wife will probably be very happy about. But, <laughs> hey, jeez, um, what a week. What a week we've, we've, we've had so far sporting-wise. It's fantastic, isn't it? So it's uh, some exciting stuff happening over the weekend as well, Kim. Yeah, very much so. Looking forward to this weekend. We will, of course, be getting into so much of it because, well, it's perfect having you here, actually, since it's such a massive of time in cricket at the moment from the Black Caps to the under-19s, even the Black Clash tonight. We will also be keeping across uh, one of the Super Smash games this afternoon, Auckland-Wellington. That very specific reason is because it also marks the return of one Kyle Jamieson to professional level cricket. Played, I think, at least one, maybe a couple of club games uh, since he did that back injury in England in June last Mm. year. Uh, But finally making his return on the provincial front today. So it'd be very good to keep across that. Uh, and great to get your take you on it. You potentially as a, as be the biggest Cole, Cole Jameson fan that I've actually met. Do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon every time I've I've seen you, you've talked about Cole Jameson. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's what just is it? maybe it's just a height thing. Like I admire tall people yeah. because I'm so short. Yeah. Do you think that's it could be. a possibility? It could be. It yeah. could be. Uh, yeah, dashing look. He's not a bad looking dude as well for for a tall fella. I know your partner listens to the show. <laughs> you can say if you think he's good looking, Kim. Oh, now, now. I can't believe that we're all of five minutes into the show and you're already trying to stitch me up on that sort of <laughs> level. Unreal. However, I will be looking forward to your uh, sporting analysis as opposed to, you know, your uh, analysis of anyone's particular looks, the aesthetic, etc. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, hey, you, you enjoyed a song that's come out recently, is that right? Oh, okay. So, this is, this is what... I turn into summer sport, right? You know, everything's a bit of a vibe. Everything's good. Hopefully you're all enjoying, you know, the kind of general summer vibes at the moment as well. And today, all I've been doing is listening. And I promise, I promise you this has a sporting uh, relationship of sorts, is listening to this new Shakira banger. Take a listen. Never mind. Have you, do don't you know have the a, words? Don't have a listen. <laughs> well, there it is.
signifique más ticket, trague, trague más ticket. Yo contigo ya no regreso, ni que me llore, ni me suplique. While it's going, Kim, talk us through why you're loving it so much. Well, first of all, it's a tune. Yeah. In terms of, you're probably quite confused about why we're playing Shakira, and particularly um, one of her Spanish language songs, like all of them are Spanish to be fair, but one that she hasn't done an English translation for uh, during the run home today. It's actually, it's a diss track, Mitch, because her ex, in case you didn't know, is footballer Gerard Piquet. Yep. Uh, and they split... Recently, all sorts of sordid things happening. There was an affair. There was all sorts, and so she's now released this as a bit of a yeah, a diss track is is probably uh, the way to sum it up the best. Yeah, and it's very specific. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it also includes uh, includes phrases such as. Uh, you've gone from a Ferrari to a Twingo. Didn't even know what that was. No, it's a it's a car from okay. a Rolex to like a, a Casio. Yeah, I guess yep. something like that. Okay. Um, and I just I'm enjoying it because it's a good beat more than anything else. Well, the Rolex to a Casio one's classic, eh? Because apparently he came out and said, "Well, he's just signed a signed a deal with Casio, so he's trying to profit from it." So, which is bloody good. Although last couple of days, people might know that that's what he came out and said. Casio said they haven't. So. Ooh. Ooh. There you go. Oh. Just stir the pot. What I would love is for Rolex to come out and say they've done a deal with Shakira. Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, I'll see. I'll I would see. have the utmost of respect. Yeah, that'd be proper, right? Yeah, that would be proper. And that's always, you know, it's always quite fun, isn't it? Listening in, in a way, to other people's dramas. I'll tell you what, it's, uh, I'd rather listen to that than you and Harry Styles. Like... All What's wrong with hats? Oh, I just know you just love them. That's why we play on Friday every okay. time I'm here. So Bit eight minutes Styles. in, yep. and you've stitched me up twice now. Yep. I'm not even that much of a Harry Styles fan. Mm. Justin Bieber, sure. Harry Styles, come on. Give me this one. <laughs> you love it, eh? You love it. I'll, te- I'll tell you what, we're talking about breakups. And, uh, well, geez, there's been some interesting stuff with Michael Clark. Michael Clark, indeed. I don't know if you've seen this one. You can look it up if you want to. Basically, what has happened here, and this is, uh, I heard the phrase peak Australian culture, which resonated in a mm. way with me. Basically, he was caught on video having a big fight uh, with his partner. They were out for dinner with Carl Stefanovic, who's a big name in the media over in Australia, and they were screaming at each other. And again, I, I don't know how we've got onto this theme on a Friday afternoon, but allegations of cheating once again. Shock. Uh, Aussie shock. cheating. <laughs> was Bloody there Aussies. No was surprises there. Was there sandpaper involved? <laughs> Jeez, could have been. Oh, who knows? He did go back to the ex. Oh, Mitchell. Those are, <laughs> those are allegations, allegedly, right? Speculated, etc. Uh, but yeah, so there's this video doing the rounds. Michael Clark's here, and I just think it's it's tickling people's funny bone a bit because he's there, he's getting yelled at, he's shirtless, he's calling Carl Stefanovic Carlos. Uh, so his partner and Carl's partner are sisters, mm. hence part of the connection. Yep. And it is just it is somewhat mind blowing to me that someone who was ever of that stature in Australian sport has now kind of been reduced to a bit of a joke in this regard. <laughs> I think I think he's been a bit of a joke for a while, if I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> uh, you see, he's kind of gone off the rails of Michael Clark, hasn't he? But, he is a bit. Hey, yeah. now, speaking of Australian culture, Mitch, you've mm. had your own taste of late. 
So tell me about it. You could go over in Oz. Yeah, I've just got just got back this morning from the Stars, just talking to Watto about it before, just doing some shadowing with bowling coaching at, at the Stars. So that was good fun. Uh, yeah, different different being on the other side of the fence. Um, you can see why coaches get so frustrated at, at players. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. And uh, yeah, a few apology texts I think I'll probably have to send out to a few past coaches uh, after this. Uh, yeah, we should get we should get one on the line. We could do a full on air oh, apology. Yeah, who do you want? <laughs> Give take, me a few. Take your pick. Uh, but what I was interested in as well, Mitch, is after you're coming back from the coaching gig and you're sitting in the airport lounge waiting to go home. I hear you had a wee uh, interaction. Yeah, I did. I was actually in the lounge, just in the Qantas lounge, or Emirates lounge, and um, they were like, I went and gave my t- ticket over, um, and he was like, okay, just let you know, lounge is shutting in half an hour. So I was like, okay, that's all good. Get a feed, have a beer before coming back. And so half an hour goes by, and then I was like, oh, okay, cool, hasn't shut yet. And then literally at that point in time, Rafa Nadal walks around with his entourage um, and sits down and parks up uh, for the for the next hour, and so the lounge that was supposed to shut didn't shut um, <laughs> until Rafa Nadal actually got up and left, and then they whipped around and told everyone to bugger off. So they kept the kept the lounge open for Rafa. So that's that's next level stardom. The weird thing about it was there was, there was an older couple sitting next to me, and uh, and obviously the old fella realised it was Rafa Nadal who walked past. Rafa gets up to go to the toilet. <laughs> and and the old guy gets up and stands up, and starts following, him. and his wife goes, "Harold, no, Harold!" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" And he's like, "You yeah, tried to follow him into the toilets, but that's that's not unusual." I don't I've, know why I've, people think it's a good idea to follow stars. I've got questions. Into, this, yeah, this is a. I feel like this is a, a primarily male thing. Not wanting to generalise too much. Yeah, but have you? So you've been followed into a. Yeah, bathrooms, numerous times. Have you? Numerous times. Yeah, and mainly just in India. Yeah, wow. um, but I'll put the question out to the listeners: Have you ever followed a sporting star into the bathroom to have a chat? Maybe grab a wee selfie. First time Let I've seen know. a seventy-year-old do it, mate. Like, yeah. So, yeah, that was that was bizarre, and the wife was mortified, absolutely <laughs> mortified. And fair play to her too. Hey, while we're on the tennis front, what a day! Well, what a night, really. Uh, depending on what part of the world you're in of tennis, it has been the Andy Murray second round match at the Australian Open against the Nasi Kokonakis. Absolutely incredible. Came back from two sets to love and 5-2 in the third down to win that. Have a listen to what he had to say afterwards. So you've just eclipsed the longest match you have ever played in your life. Any thoughts on how you did that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was, um, yeah, I mean, unbelievable that I managed to, to turn that round. Tanasi was playing, I mean, serving unbelievable, hitting his forehand huge, and I don't know how I managed to, to get through it. I did, I did start playing better as the match went on. Um, and yeah, I have a big heart. <laughs> Well, Andy, if I may say, you have big everything, I think. <laughs> I'm not sure my wife would agree. Um, that's not what I meant. Um, you don't have to answer that. <laughs> um, um, it's the motion so, in the ocean, as they say. <laughs> so imagine, imagine addressing that question after you've stayed up to, I think it was, what, 4am local time? playing tennis, which does bring us to a whole nother issue 
of wh- why in the world have we got these athletes at the highest of levels yeah. having to play at four o'clock in the morning? Oh. What? <laughs> I thought it was great. I thought it was what, great. Did you stay up for the whole thing? No, no absolutely not. I was on the plane. But uh, I think it's awesome, though. Think about the poor ball kids, though. They're, they're front of life, oh, me, you know, because you've got the spectators, they're watching the best players tickets. in the world within like five metres away what from the best seats in the house. the next day? Oh, no, I guess it's summer holidays. holidays <laughs> that would be the best <laughs> thing in the world have for kids. them. Yep, and they know that they are past the bedtime. Are they tough, real tough for the kids? While while we're looking at that and talking about uh, Michael Clark, I just brought up his home and away stats. Oh um, yeah. So at home, when he plays at home, he averages sixty-two or averaged sixty-two with a bat. Away, he averaged thirty-nine and a half. So I feel like Michael Clark was just trying to boost his average away from home. There you go. There's my dad joke <laughs> for the day. There we go. Well done. We've got it out there. We've got it out there. Perfect. And I know, and I know, you, know you want much. the dad joke sent through. So send them through. Double eight, double three on the temper and bedpost text line. Fire them up. You do know how much I love a dad joke. Mm. Hey, speaking of firing up, we have segues going like nothing else today. By the way, I'm quite impressed. Uh, Novak Djokovic during his second round match at the Aussie Open, getting a, a bit of heat from the crowd. Have a listen. Thank you. So I'm not sure if you heard that there, but he's talking uh, about a heckler in the crowd. Someone else tells him, I think, to shut up, and he thanks him. He then goes on to have a conversation with the umpire. The guy's drunk out of his mind. From the first point, he's been provoking. Provoking. He's not here to watch tennis. He just wants, he just wants to get in my head. So I'm asking you, what are you going to do about it? You heard him at least 10 times. I heard him 50 times. So what a return to Australia for Novak, who of course didn't play last year. I do believe uh, the guy that he was referring to actually got himself up out of the seat and and left of his own accord at some stage, which fair enough. But my goodness, talk about a night of drama. Well, he says he loves coming to Aussie, but like you go to Aussie, that's just what you expect. (laughs) You just expect people to fire up and be a bit intoxicated, uh, just heckling you the whole time. So look, that's what I love about the Aussie crowd. So just get stuck in. They just, yeah, love a schooner. Well, you'd, I mean, you presumably would have fielded on the boundary a bit in Aussie in your day, copped a bit? Uh, yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. New Zealand's worse. Really? <laughs> yeah. New Zealand's worse. That's, that's funny. Yeah, it's entertaining. <laughs> that's bloody good stuff. As uh, long as it's entertaining. Yeah, Aussie's got shit chat. At least there's some humour from the New Zealand crowd. <laughs> At least it's got a little bit of decent, decent banter. So. I, do, I do always remember on the heckling front the 2015 World Cup. Remember when Glenn Maxwell was playing at Eden Park, you guys, and he was making the choking gestures. Did you ever see that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making the choking gestures. Thank goodness we're not win that game uh, at the crowd. So I can only imagine how much he was copying at the time. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, everyone gets stuck I, into it, eh? I would never be brave enough to yell <laughs> at a player on the field. Never never in my life. I don't well, believe in uh, Boeing. After a few schooners at, at the tennis, I think you probably would. I don't know if I would. Yeah. I think I'd, I think I'd go more for the uh, vocal cheering than the banter. All right, we need, we, to do, we need to do a poll on how many schooners it's going to take to, to, <laughs> take to get you <laughs> to bring the vocal, out, yeah. To bring out the worst of me. Hey, look, mm. also coming up on the show, by the way, we do, of course, have Beaver's Best Mitch's Millions because it is Friday. 
Friday, yay, people. So make sure you do got, get those texts in uh, on the Temper text machine. Temper and bed posts, range of mattresses and adjustable bases. Adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and feet up in comfort. Also on our Macca's menu today, thanks to Mick Delivery. BP is joining us on the show a little later on. A heap to get through with him. Uh, Mike Delaney is also coming on to talk to us about the Black Sticks' effort over at the World Cup in India. Grant Elliott joins us to talk all things Black Caps, also over in India, so fair play to both of those guys coming on the show. Appreciate their time very much. Louis Herman Watt as well is on to talk some racing. Ben Sawyer, the White Ferns coach, uh, is on to talk about the World Cup squad that they have just released today. A whole lot of other cricket in store too. Thanks to Mick Delivery, delivering your Macca's favourites straight to your door.